Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I don't see any American dream, I see an American nightmare. We never initiate any violence upon anyone, but if anyone attacks us, we reserve the right to defend ourselves. When you're in your own nation, in your own land, you're in a position to get justice. But when you're in another man's country, in another man's land, you have to look for that other man for justice, and you'll never get it. We're nonviolent with people who are nonviolent with us, but we are not nonviolent with anyone who is violent with us. Anytime you beg another man to set you free, you will never be free. We are ready and willing to pay the price that is necessary for freedom. What price are you talking about? The price of freedom is death. Welcome to Make It Plain, where we offer Christian reflections on the words and life of Malcolm X. I'm Philip Holmes. And I am Taylor Gray. We're your hosts. So, guys, we have knocked out six episodes of Make It Plain. This is episode number seven. And this is going to be our final episode for the season. So uh, unlike a lot of podcasts that are out there that typically go week to week, as many weeks as they possibly can, Taylor and I decided to format this podcast by seasons. So our goal is to, to deliver basically five to seven episodes each season. So this is going to be our last episode. And typically on these final episodes, we're going to use them as an opportunity to reflect and look back on how the season has gone, the feedback that we've received, as well as some of the things that we're going to have going on postseason to keep you guys engaged. So we don't plan on going silent at the end of the season. And, and you guys don't hear from us for six months. And then all of a sudden we're like, all right, we got some new episodes for y'all. We want to keep the engagement flowing. We're also going to tell you guys about a few ways that you can support the Make It Plain podcast. If, if this podcast has been a blessing, if this podcast has been helpful to you, has added value uh, to your journey and your walk. We're going to share a few ways that you can support and encourage us to keep making episodes of Make It Plain. Uh, so Taylor, let's, let's start it off just reflecting on what this season has been like for you and how have you grown even having these discussions uh, over the last six to seven weeks? I think it's just kind of an opportunity to, to take some fresh looks at a person like Malcolm X and how his words are relevant in our society today. A lot of what he said years and years ago strike true for now. And I think, you know, you would agree. There were times where we had decided on a quote. We just looked at something that Malcolm had said and coincidentally it coincided with a news item that was fresh, you know, something that was going on right now. And I think it was, it was just kind of cool how that organically transpired where uh, we find ourselves talking about something that is permeating through conversations in a number of, of different circles. 
And uh, all we did was start with something that Malcolm said. So I think just kind of like where I am now in a season in life, just getting to revisit some things that I read in passing or just kind of been an intrinsic part of my cultural experience to, to, to step back and to reapproach and revisit some things that I think need more attention for our moment now. I think that kind of helped grow my understanding of where Malcolm's relevance is in our society now. Um, and, and of course, I'm older, I'm a pastor, I'm a father, you know, spending time in this season is really cool. I'm, a, I'm an artist too. So it's that part of it's been inspiring. Yeah, man, I can relate to a lot of what you said. I think what has been the most fascinating part of sort of our journey as we're creating this content was really the last two episodes that we did, Malcolm and the Black Woman and Malcolm versus King. Those were super helpful and insightful because I, I think I actually began to, you know, the, I guess throughout the making of that, and when I say that, I just mean, you know, as we were kind of reflecting and, and thinking through making sure that we represented both men accurately it was even more enlightening to see how little I knew about King. So my discovery of Malcolm actually made me more interested in learning more about King. And even though King was the guy that everybody talks about, I mean, I, I remember learning about Martin Luther King as early as the first grade. There was a song that my first grade teacher, Miss Denison, would teach us, and we sang it on his birthday. It's probably like January 1994, and it was like, Dr. King, Dr. King, Dr. King was a great <laughs> civil rights leader. Like, like, I was indoctrinated from a really, very early stage. However, <laughs> it's crazy that these men were both treated the same while one was demonized, the other was sanitized. And I thought that uh, that's that's just really stuck with me because mm. I know how much I've changed over my life. Uh, I know how much I've changed from the guy that I was in my 20s to the guy I am now in my early 30s. And I'm sure I'm going to continue to grow and mature, hopefully, and evolve in my 40s as well. And I think it's a disjustice and a disservice that we take moments of individuals' lives and mm. mm -hmm. and we attach them to our agendas instead of looking at the whole person because you know i my wife she mentioned this in the last episode i'm somebody who's very sensitive to being misunderstood talk, you can talk about me you can say what you want about me just represent me accurately if it's true i'm not going to have a whole lot of qualms about it I, I i would feel more respected if you was like speaking ill of me but the ill that you spoke of were, were actually facts than mm -hmm. for you to say something even nice about me and the nice things that you're saying are not true. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like for people to exaggerate my skills and my gifts, nor do I like for them to undermine them or, you know, I want people to be accurate. So I'm very sensitive and to an extent, very protective, even of how I represent and talk about others. And this just became more important to me as I have sort of, uh, discovered Malcolm for the first time and rediscovered Dr. King. That's dope. Um, so you don't want to be sanitized or demonized. Yep. Nor do I want to be lionized. Yeah. And and that's, I think, kind of at the end of the day, we set out with the goal to humanize Malcolm X. And 
I think we achieved that just kind of even in an introductory way. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've heard feedback from people that would say like, hey, I never thought about this or I never thought about Malcolm in this way or confessing ways that he had been presented to them in their past and their childhood and um, throughout their experience in the church. And I think that, you know, we should all take away that lesson that we need to really take more time to understand one another. You know, we would never want someone to take a piece of our life or even just a collection of, of sayings or thoughts or opinions that we may have in a certain season of life and use that to ultimately create a caricature of who we are. So, you know, as a 37-year-old, um, I think it's just even more sobering than years past, realizing how early Malcolm was killed, how, how early his life ended, and knowing that I'm still going through personal evolution and a lot of things that I think about. So nearing this age where he was assassinated, it, it, it just kind of sobers me up to just the development of of humanity, how we understand the world around us. We have our convictions and yet we get new information that opens us up to how to consider the world around us. And as I get older, I think that just becomes more sobering that he did not get the chance to fully explore that. Yeah, that's good. I mean, to to take a man's life at an early age, the, the fact that any of King's children, any of Malcolm's children still have any love for this country is pretty significant uh, mm-hmm. and, and should not be taken lightly. I'm, I'm way more familiar. I'm, I'm learning about Malcolm's daughter and, and I can't pronounce her name, uh, so I don't want to butcher it a, l- a little bit more. But I've been following Bernice King for a while. because She's super active on Twitter. And I just really I just really enjoy following her because she's, she's dope. She's yeah, she is. She is. I, I and I hope you know our, our dream episode one day is to get King's daughter and Malcolm's daughter on the yeah. podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. So if somebody has a connection and you enjoy <laughs> the show, you know, DM your boy and, and or, or Taylor, and, and we'll figure out how to make it happen. Yeah, the fact that they still love this country when this country played a significant role in taking their dad's life or lives at, at such a young and tender age is, is significant, man. And, and again, it should not be taken lightly as, as another thing, you know, that has been super encouraging to me is that I feel like through this podcast, we've actually been able to accomplish what we set out to accomplish, or at least b- begin to accomplish it. I mean, we're already seeing the fruits of that ministry. So, so we didn't necessarily tell people, I'm, I'm sure it probably, was talked about here and there, but our goal necessarily wasn't explicit. Uh, Mm -hmm. We talked more about what the podcast was, what it is that we were doing, Mm -hmm. but you know, we didn't say, Hey, we want this to be the result. We want this podcast to have this effect. Our presupposition was that people did not know Malcolm had misunderstood him Mm -hmm. and that he had been demonized and we wanted to create a podcast and we didn't do any market research. This is just based on our own experience, but I want to read a few of the reviews, Taylor, that we've gotten so far that I've been super encouraged by. I'm going to start with this one because this this is just one of my favorite ones because it's so raw and honest. He said, not going to lie. I first saw y'all was doing this podcast and was skeptically like Malcolm X, 
But after hearing so far, it makes so much sense. The content is so dope, challenging, and informative. And, and here's another one that I thought was particularly in- insightful because I, I thought they really got to sort of what we were trying to display and, and model more than anything else. Uh, they said this, this podcast is as much about critical thinking as it is about Malcolm X. When I read the autobiography, when I read, I'm sorry, the autobiography of Malcolm X earlier this year, I couldn't help but think I had been lied to all my life about X. This podcast Mm. helps me process what I've learned with all the nuance filtered for a Christian worldview. The episode entitled Slander is Fire, and he used the emojis fires, and should be listened to by all Christians. And so many other encouraging reviews. I think right now all of our reviews are solid, like five stars. And until until uh, a certain tribe hears about us, uh, <laughs> until until we, things get out of hand, and then I'm sure the the three and two and one star reviews will will come eventually. But man, I'm just so encouraged by the current listening group that we have. The podcast mm-hmm. is is growing. The last podcast that we did on Malcolm and the Black Woman has performed so far better than all of the podcasts that we've done this season. So I I think that's significant as well and noteworthy. So we appreciate Mm. you guys particularly listening to that podcast and and being interested. That's actually encouraging encouraging in a lot of ways that there is an interest in wanting to understand the plight of black women in America. I mean, there's there's so much more we could have talked about in just kind of short amount of time. But just the fact that people are interested, people are curious, and and I think that's the perfect way to approach it. Like approach it with some curiosity. Don't approach it with kind of your presuppositions and even just some of the exaggerated perspectives or misinformed perspectives. But be be curious, be open to learn something new. And as we said in other episodes, Phil and I are not Malcolm X scholars. Like we we went to school to study Malcolm X and to create educational material or to teach in institutions who Malcolm X was and 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 kind of in in a calculated way walk through his life. I think you know as as most people do, you determine people who have existed throughout history who would be uh, inspir- an inspiration to you, could influence you in different ways, could align with your values and, and ultimately what you the way that you live. And Malcolm X, for me, has been a lifelong representation of that. And for Phil, as he has shared, this is a newer person, uh, a newer influence for him in, in his life. But we're just two brothers talking about how that influence has shaped our thinking, you know, where it fits in our current conversation in society and and ultimately uh, where we can continue to learn and grow um, as it relates to figures like Malcolm and others who he spent time with and people that he also learned from. So. Yeah, there's a lot we left on the table, but I think this is a good introduction. Absolutely. So, Taylor, before we transition, you had mentioned that, you know, you live in Ohio. So you have a lot of people who, again, have been sort of about this like Malcolm topic for a long time. What has the feedback been? Because you actually have connections with people who are now Christians who used to be a part of the Nation of Islam. Uh, would you mind sharing just a little bit in general about that, like what that 
that back and forth has been like and how they've responded? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Whenever Malcolm X becomes kind of the, the topic of conversation, there are certain ears that, that perk up. There are certain people that um, become a little bit more, I don't want to say interested just from the sake of just like they don't know, but I think they're, they're, just, they're interested in how this is going to go. And so there are, there are folks, there are friends, man, that I have who <laughs> have been heavily influenced by Malcolm X um, in, in such ways that either have to do with directly being involved with the Nation of Islam or just being people who have, through the, the efforts of community activism, drawn a lot from what they feel like Malcolm has taught them. So, you know, you have kind of a silent audience base who is waiting for us to, I don't want to say slip up, but just waiting for us to to use this platform to honor Malcolm's legacy the right way. And they're, 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 they're hoping that we will, or they're checking to make sure that we do that. So it's kind of like a silent accountability base. But the feedback from the folks who I've talked to who are in that arena, very positive. It's like, wow, you know, the the ways that the conversations connected to current events, in particular, uh, critical race theory, you know, like unintentionally, we we are stepping into kind of the mainstream moment for critical race theory in some of the circles we've navigated. And they've been talking about this stuff for years, but now it's become more of a mainstream conversation as we talk about uh, education in schools and things like that and for some of my friends they're like wow you guys were like in lockstep with the way that this conversation has grown and now I see folks in these circles whether it be kind of like the um, the the creative arts activism space or if it's kind of like the pan-africanism um, messaging space or um, there there are people who would, would be closely aligned with the black liberation movements of the past and, and ultimately what that looks like to establish that in this city where I live, they're interacting with critical race theory in different ways. You know, it's just like, <laughs> here we are in this moment where everybody's talking about this thing and, and on our podcast, we're unpacking um, the nuances associated with slander, misrepresenting on what it is versus truly understanding and, and how this kind of mechanism for teaching has affected our society. So all in all, it's, it's drawn in kind of, I would call this the silent listener base to um, a, a platform that is discussing or lifting up Malcolm X's name in his words. And it's drawn in an audience that's not even necessarily Christian all the time. And I think that's real, that's kind of a cool effect to making sure that um, we spend the time to uh, represent him appropriately. Man, yo, that's that's really dope. That's really good. So a few postseason plans that we have for you guys. First of all, we're going to be releasing show transcripts with highlighted quotes, social graphics, so that you guys can share and tell people about the podcast because we, we hope that you know, we'll continue to, to see our listener base grow even while we're in the off season, if you will, taking a break and getting ready for the next season. We're also going to add some podcast discussion questions uh, and you're going to be able to download these items so that you can essentially discuss this friends 
uh, or maybe people at your church. We're going to try to repurpose this content as much as we can to provide you guys with some resources to introduce this to other people. So if you guys are looking for something to go through, you know, it's, it's six weeks, it's short, this would be potentially a, a good way for you guys to do that. I'm also working on a reading guide for the autobiography of Malcolm X, which will include chapter summaries and discussion questions as well. And then I am going to try to do some reaction videos to Malcolm X interviews. And, and hopefully if Taylor has time to join me, uh, he might join me as well. Jasmine may also join me for some of these. And these uh, interviews will simply be me listening to clip from a Malcolm X interview from back in the day. Uh, and then essentially we'll walk through the video and give you some of my initial thoughts on that particular video. A few ways that you can, oh, and we might also have some bonus videos. There's a few people that I have in mind and I'm just going to put them on blast like Dr. Anthony Bradley, Amisho uh, Baraka. These would be individuals I would love to bring on, bring on to give you guys some bonus episodes regarding Malcolm X. So we'll be back later on this year for the second season, but don't be surprised if we drop an episode or two, bonus episode or two uh, on you guys while we are away. Think of it as an uh, exhibition game. No promises or, or guarantees, but we'll see what happens. If you are interested in supporting the Make It Plain podcast, there's a few ways that you can do this. You can purchase Make It Plain merch at carvedinebony.shop. We have some back to school stuff. We have some winter stuff coming. So far, you know, I intentionally, I took a trip to Atlanta two or three weeks ago and intentionally wore my Make It Plain t-shirt that I got at carpetandebony.shop. And when I got off the plane, I got several compliments on the shirt because people were kind of like looking at it and it was like, is that Malcolm? I was like, yeah. He's like, so one guy in particular, he was like, hey, he's like, I like that shirt, man. Where you get it from? And I was like, it's actually like my podcast and we sell them at carpetandebony.shop. And he was like, all right. He was like, let me take a, let's take a picture of it. Gave it, gave him the info or whatever. A week later, he ordered three shirts from the website. And I just love that, man. That just nice. made me happy because that, that was sort of, you know, I'm a marketing guy. So I'm just like, all right, this is going to be strategic. I'm hoping somebody asks me about the shirt. And I'm also hoping that he ends up listening to the podcast as well. Yeah, uh, and I, I need my I need my complimentary shirt as well. Absolutely, bro. You know, I was actually you know. going to say that <laughs> at the beginning. I actually forgot to mention that. I got to get your shirt um, so that you can support some of those uh, around Ohio, around the entire state Columbus. Columbus or Columbia? Columbus, Columbus. right? Columbus, Columbus Ohio. Yeah. Yes, we are. We are a small town that that uh, sees ourselves in a much bigger light. Another way that you can support, you can leave us a tip at makeitplain.co slash support. So if you know, I know a lot of people don't like doing the recurring thing. So if you just want to like drop in and say, hey, I really enjoyed this episode. Here's a tip. Just go to makeitplain.co slash support and you'll be able to find the place where you can actually give us a tip and Soon we're going to have a Venmo option up there as well for those of you who like Venmo and Cash App. The other way that you can support this podcast is by joining the Patreon community. Patreon is a way that essentially connects creators with people who love the content that they produce. And this is a recurring subscription. This group in particular, we're now walking through the autobiography of Malcolm X where we meet twice a month for about an hour, hour and a half. And we talk about a particular chapter 
and Malcolm X's biography. So Taylor, before we sign off, and we're, we have some some other things at the end of this episode, like we, we're going to play you guys a few highlight clips from the season that our producer, editor, Josh Loftus has put together for you guys. But before we sign off, I want Taylor to talk about two things. I want him to talk about his album first, because it's dope. Y'all need to listen to it. You need to buy it and support it. And also just give us a, give us a life update because Taylor has some, some pretty serious things going on right now that uh, he could use our prayers for. So Taylor. Yeah. Um, thanks bro. I just released a, a mixtape and by the time you hear this, there won't be a whole lot of time left for you to support it because I'm only making it available through the end of my sabbatical. I've been taking a pastoral sabbatical for the past couple of months and this mixtape is called Remember the Sabbath. Where, where, does, it go? It where does it go? Where does it go after that? Oh, it goes into the archives. It just it just goes into my personal files of memories <laughs> and, uh, you know, okay. time pieces. I'm about to buy that joint. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, but that's that's ASAP. that's kind of what the point of it is, is, is to is to just capture a moment in my personal life and in history of a time where maybe I was saying some things and thinking some things and processing through life in a particular way that will never be the same again. So um, I just wanted to take the time to in mixtape format, share some of the writing that I've been doing. So this was seven songs, seven verses, you know, thoughts, feelings, fears, all of that stuff is, is on this remember the Sabbath mixtape. So I think it's pretty special. It, it, really it is good guys. I don't, I don't, I don't support or promote bad hip hop. I'm very, very picky. <laughs> he is very, picky. very picky. Fit, I'm, fit, I'm fit. as picky as I am a bad rapper, and I'm a, and I'm a pretty bad, bad rapper. So. <laughs> hey, I've never, I've never been able to gauge that, so I'll just take your word for it, bro. Like, but at the end of the day, this, this is just a piece of expression that I want to share with everybody through the end of this month. So you can find it at taylor.bandcamp.com. Bandcamp is where I started writing and rapping and sharing my music. So it's, it's a pretty cool platform for independent artists. So it's taylor.bandcamp.com. Remember the Sabbath mixtape. And uh, as it relates to just kind of my personal life, I would solicit your prayers. I covet your prayers as it relates to my mom. She's been going through some pretty significant health struggles here recently. And a lot of our family, uh, we're, we're trying to band together to, to be the support system and the presence that we need to be. These are some, some pretty heavy choices that we have to make um, as it relates to her care. And uh, we're still... We're the people who are praying, asking God for complete and total healing and trusting that he can do that and asking in childlike faith for the whole thing. Uh, we're not asking conservatively, like, you know, Father, do it all. But at the same time, we're gathering information and, and preparing one another to just receive and accept what God allows. So, yeah, there's there's a lot involved in all of that but yeah personally it's been it's, it's been really tough um so we solicit the prayers of the saints if you are if you know the word of prayers they used to tell me back in the day then you know we solicit your prayers and ask that you go to the father in our behalf and then i'll just be spending the rest of this month trying to <laughs> piece together what what's left of my sabbatical and finish my recharge so i can get back 
on the ground, hit the ground running um, with my church. So appreciate you offering me that space, Phil, just to share that. Yeah, we just want you guys to know what's involved with us personally as well. Yeah, man. Thanks for being uh, vulnerable and uh, and open and transparent to to share that. Guys, definitely keep Taylor in your prayers and keep his mom and his dad and his brothers. And do you have sisters? Uh, one sister. Aubrey, okay. just one brother and one sister. Just, just us okay. three. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. Just yeah. Keep, keep him and his siblings in his prayers as, as they walk through this. Taylor, I just had an idea uh, before we transition to the season's highlights. We can do this in a way so that it respects the expiration date of your album. But would you mind if we put a, a, a temporary insertion point at the end of this episode that plays okay. one of the tracks from your album? Sure, and and you can pick it, bro. I I think I know which I one bet. you're gonna pick, but but you but you got it. Do you? Okay, this should be interesting. I I, you, I don't even know which one I'm gonna pick yet, but I'm gonna go back through and um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see which one that I I end up picking. All right, guys. Another important way that you guys can support the podcast is by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. That goes such a long way. So please, when you get a chance, take some time out to like. Just hit the f- hit the five stars. Hopefully, um, you know you can give it less than five stars if you feel led. Just just don't troll us. And it's even better if you can actually write a review, even if you just put the fire emojis. We'll take that as a written review. That that says enough for those who are trying to gauge whether or not they want to invest time uh, in this in this particular podcast. So, without further ado, here are some of the highlights from season one of Make It Plain. And at the end of this episode, you will get a track. That's, I, at this point, I have no idea which one it's going to be, but Taylor knows already. A track <laughs> from Taylor's new mixtape, Remember the Sabbath. Taylor, it's been a joy, bro. I'm hoping that we can record the next season in person. So mm-hmm. I look forward mm-hmm. to hopefully seeing you in person in the next two to three months. Likewise, man. I, I, I like how this came out and I look forward to season two. Take it away, Josh. Welcome to Make It Plain. I'm Philip Holmes. And I'm Taylor Gray. We are your hosts. I was a young black kid who was wearing glasses. You know, I was a straight up nerd, comic books and all that stuff. I saw Malcolm X with his signature glasses. It made me look at him differently, ultimately look at myself differently. You cannot get solutions if we've misdiagnosed the problem. Quotes like that from Malcolm, direct confrontation kinds of quotes where he's not speaking in the ethereal or the theoretical or hypothetical, like he's coming straight for hearts and it makes us come to grips with what we do. Malcolm was extremely complex, but what was presented is sort of this one-dimensional version that's not all accurate. And what we downplay so often is how this country has been propagandized. More than we realize. Yeah, man. So he was in tune with that early. Most of what it means to be an American has to do with idealism. Hmm. And if we're honest, we project this image of America and freedom and life and, and have all these opportunities. But historically, we are failing at achieving our ideals. Black people in the North and black people in the South had two very different fights on their hands. Yep. It's not the same. Now, see, I'm an artist, Jasmine, so I can hear like metaphor. I like that subtle jab that you threw Phil's way. How hard it is. 
how hard it is to be oh, married. Hey. Wow. <laughs> so hard. That offers in even more complexity from my perspective and the navigation that it takes to speak publicly under a shadow that is never going to move. The church has an opportunity to do something that the American church historically has never done. Yes. And that's lead. Malcolm says we are a nonviolent people with people who are nonviolent with us. Violence isn't usually conceived as people who are defending themselves. I would like for us to get to a place where the church establishes the precedent, not the government. We would convince the Malcolms of the world that the church is for real. This is something that God is concerned about. All right, bro. Thankful for you. All right. Likewise, man. Talk strongholds and paint religious scenes But you don't want to talk about political regimes Y'all want to talk neighborhoods that's got the safest schools But you don't want to talk how black neighbors make you move, make you move I'm tapped into the soil My mom prayed in tongues and covered my room in oil I'm born of the struggle, discover your strength and toil But knowing this a curse is keeping mind that you royal way Famine of fury, you know the handle is curry I'm gon' channel the courage, you can't channel your vision Cause that channel is blurry, some wax candles and curry but can't handle your bourbon Or my Arbery Insta fine Marbury Got cancelled in a hurry The soldiers in the grave Can't chance it that he's buried Cause that body's gone The angels got the questions I look for Earl Simmons At the next resurrection Money and power Put these cowards in their camouflage Walk in those back rooms They tell you turn the cameras off No social media But they can change the marriage laws And you might get got for your Amazon Rejuvenated on that Julius Randle The first of my kind Ain't no junior in my handle The jubilee on annual Like we gon' keep the law Ain't no jealousy or envy Like we gon' keep it all But you can keep the shawl Look, my righteousness is rags Too many people try and find their righteousness in flags Yo, turn my mic up New year, same vipers The same people killing us Just use the same rifles And if they firing at me They never hitting thin skin If I disappear, I ain't changed Bro, my friends did Until then, look, my face like a flint Talking race up in flint Talking grace, that's my Strength in this race with the gimp. See, my pace is a limp. Man, I'm pressing to the high, call my face on a blimp. Yeah, that's on my mama. See, them years that made her strong. And when she shed those tears, she was teaching about resolve. My dad pushed through violence, they inflicted on his soul. And they got the nerve to ask, why you say it's so cold? These Europeans mixing doctrine with the demons like it's poison. I stay inoculated because I'm tapping into origins. My son, autistic, so his truth ain't got no filter. My son is gifted, all these other nukes, silky. I'm Studying Malik L. Hodge, y'all can't beat the bell bonds Cause you need these frail guys, can't teach these males guys You reach with nail polish, see you and smell fraud The speeches and trailed off, the features and tailed off We keep it off the record, the distance only cool if you respect it Yeah, 